0: Welcome, welcome to the English Podcast with Tommy from LearnEnglishwithTommy.com. Yep, yeah, there's that amazing jingle again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. My name is Tommy. Welcome again to the English Podcast with Tommy. Today, somewhere in London, God only knows where he is because he's on the move, is Tiago Mateira. Thank you for joining me, Tiago. Tell me a little bit thank about you. yourself. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for having me on your podcast. It's
1: a pleasure to be here. It's always a pleasure to be around uh, prominent and uh,
0: well-articulated teachers such as yourself. So thank you for having me. Thank you. He's not, We haven't even finished, everyone, and he's already thanking me. You know, I hate to think what's going to happen at the end of the program when we're finished. Is he going to thank me again? We'll have to see. Tiago, you have chosen... Very spontaneously, a film that you think will help our English learners improve their English. What film is it?
1: It's a uh, Lock, Stock, and Two
0: Smoking Barrels uh, by Guy Ritchie. Oh, yes, the classic British, the classic British gangster thriller, featuring a very, very young Daniel Craig, if I remember correctly. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. Tell us a little bit about the film Dockstock and Two Smoking Barrels because you know I have, to, I have to say I was a little too young to watch it at the cinema but I saw it on DVD and I can't remember much of it because that might have been at a time when I was being a bit naughty so tell us a little bit about this about this film what is it about?
1: okay so you've got a... Um, it's like a British gangster film um, and it's filmed in East London. And the main, the main, the interesting parts of the film is that it's like a, a group of friends that get involved with gambling. And then you, you have like the bad guy, which is um, Hatchet Harry, which is like, you know, kind of like, sort of like the, the gangster of the gangsters. And they, they literally, they, they take these, these, this group of friends into a gambling scenario where they play I think it's I think it's poker that they play and then they lose all their money and on top of losing their money they owe Hatchet Harry um, I don't remember the, the, the value but it was like a lot of money that they owe Hatchet Harry and they had to pay him back mm. and then they had and then you had like his friend which was um a guy called um I think it was Bob virus or something anyway I don't don't recall the name of this guy but he was he was one of his um one of his servants or one of his friends that worked for for hatchet Harry and he he went to speak to these 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 group of lads and he said to them well you know if you don't pay him back I'm gonna you know chop a finger for every day that passes by without you paying um that money and then and, and it's like the way it's filmed is, is, is really good because it shows kind of like part of the dark side of the east end of London. So it just doesn't show you the, you know, the really good parts of London, but it shows you the rough side of London as well. The kind of, you know, the sketchy side and, you know, the kind of the dodgy side of London as well, which is really cool, which I like. And, you know, it, sh- it shows a lot of scenes. So I think one of the things that really helps learners to engage with the film is that it shows you know kind of like a minicab office and what a minicab office used to look like because now obviously with uber now everything's changed but in, in you know in the past you had like these mini cab offices that they you know that would be all like rough and you know you had your packet of crisps in the car with, with the driver and you know so it's all that stuff that they show and then they show um another character funny character that they show is this 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 guy that he, you know he sort of sells weed and stuff and he's got a whole mob with him and you know that they also get involved with, with, with that lad as well mm. and so it's, it's, it shows you it, it uses a lot of idiomatic expressions uses a lot of slangs a lot of rhyming slangs as well you know for, for english language mm. so the, the, and the whole film this the areas that it portrays it instantly connects students to understand kind of vocabulary so it kind of it teaches you new vocabulary like one one of the one of the scenes is they walk into an off license and you know one, one of the the group of friends one of them says oh you look skinny pal you know like skinny so kind of maybe you know kind of vocabulary that students don't usually see it on a day-to-day basis and mm. you know or, or your or your average standard english course And so stuff like that really helps to connect um, students' idea of how, you know, British culture influences the way English is um, proclaimed and the way English is used and exposed in in everyday language
0: by by general, you know, British people. Mm. By the way, I'm just looking it up on Wikipedia while you were talking about how much the group of friends owe hatchet harry they owe him five hundred thousand pounds so half a million half a million pounds and which is a lot of money and there was one word that you just used mob the word mob yeah. what does it mean if you if there's a mob of people what does it mean there's a mob it, it, mob simply means just
1: a group of people you know mm. a group of people who have uh, a certain level of authority in you know um type of a type of authority but a mob generally is just a group of people um whether good or bad you know you, you it could be either way it could work uh, it could it could be a positive perspective mm-hmm. it could be a negative perspective of, of the word mob but the word mob in itself is just a
0: group of people so technically speaking um you could also have a mob of teachers would that be would that be possible yes that could be possible yeah i mean
1: you, you could you could use that i mean it it wouldn't be your usual um, sort of, you know, you probably use a group of people, but you could use a mob of people. There's a mob of teachers in school that are trying to harass me, you know, yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. It, 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 it generally, it has a negative um, effect or a negative feeling yeah. to, when, you, when, you rever- when, you, when you use the word mob um, to relate to people. But it could have
0: um, a, a positive effect. It just depends how you phrase. it. So if I so basically if someone if someone says to me there's a mob of people outside then you know as an as an English student I might go with the assumption that it's not it's not exactly a positive thing. In, uh, in, initially yes, initially yes. Okay. Okay. You said that there was a lot that you said there's a lot of uh, rhyming there's a lot of slang and there's a lot of rhyming slang. So um would you use this slang and the rhyming slang in a business in a in a business con business context or more with friends, family what would you in which context would you use it yeah yeah Gen- generally speaking
1: um you know slangs and rhyming slangs are informal it is considered informal language in English and so it, it would. Obviously, most of the time, it, it, it would be used between friends, family, and you know, close people that are close to you. You wouldn't really use it in a in a professional environment or a formal environment, you know. Oh. But it, it it is it's kind of it's everyday language. I mean, it's what I mean. It's typically these types of slangs that I'm talking about from this this particular film. It's generally a, a, a very British, you know, British working lifestyle kind of. Um, cultural um, aspect of, of, of British language, so, but you, you wouldn't see any in a professional environment no.
0: So we are not only so students with lock, stock, and two smoking barrels will not be not just learning about language. They'd also be learning about culture as well at the same time. Is that am I right in thinking this? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean the the, the cultural side more
1: more than just language, because obviously it goes way beyond language. I mean, like, language. If the language itself that's used in the film, well, part of it, not all of it, but part of the, the language that's used it is that there's a lot of informal language. Mm. And, and the reason I selected this film is because it's the type of everyday language that you might not hear or you might not see in an English school or in, or in an English course or, mm. or, 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 you know, in a classroom. You, you probably, you know, you probably, a lot of teachers and a lot of courses they tend to focus a lot more on the formal side of things, you yeah. know, for professional u- English for professional use. Mm. And then when you expose a student to something like that, so you know, let's imagine a student, you know, travels or on tourism to, to the UK, to, to London, and they're in South London somewhere, or East London, and they hear these sorts of expressions, they'll be lost because they'll say, well, I've never heard this in my life. So exactly. how, you know, what does that mean? And so I think the film exposes you to that, which is a a a really valid and important um form of of um of 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 English
0: exactly because um as you quite rightly said if i do travel as a student to east london and people start talk, talking to me in this way in this sort of slang way rhyming slang cockney cockney slang um i will be I will be quite lost in this situation, so you know that would make me feel quite uncomfortable. Um, would you say that this film is only suitable for a certain age group because of its because of its violent nature or because of its nature towards violence?
1: Yes, I would. I would, I would think so. Yes, I would say. I mean, most films they have a age rating anyway. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. I think you you. Definitely follow the follow the guidelines or the guidance that the film says. If it says, I'm not sure what age they they um, they set the film to be, but I mean, I would certainly follow the guidelines. If it says over 18, then it's only suitable for that particular age. I mean, there's scientific evidence and studies that prove, um, you know that that age is suitable for that audience. Mm. So yes, I I totally um, agree
0: with that. Super, super. Um, what well, before we came on, there, Tiago also was talking to me about his course offers and things that he is offering students. So Tiago, now that you're on there, now you can let now you can let rip with all of those amazing things that you are you are offering to students. Talk to me about the course programs that you're you've got going at the moment. Okay, so so I have an um, a distant learning program, which is a
1: hundred percent online course um, for, um, beginner, intermediate or advanced students. And it takes the, and it takes students from beginner level to fluency. Um, and within the course, they study at their own time, at their own pace. The course I haven't actually set a time frame on the course. So it's not at one of these courses, oh, English in 12 months or English in 24 months. No, it's at the student's pace. I mean, we have a, a guideline, which is 12 months you know to try and finish the course mm. but i've had students who have taken 3 years 2 years a year and a half uh, 8 months you know so it really depends it, 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 learning is something very personal especially learning a language any type of language i mm. mean you live in germany and i'm not sure if you speak german but you, you, you know that yeah. so th- there's a, th- there's a process where we um receive this information and and we process Information, whether it's vocabulary, expressions, whatever it is, and you know, so I left the course open in terms of 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 time and space. However, I do have a guideline of of twelve months, so that that's the time frame that I advise students to try and accomplish the course within a a a time frame of twelve months. But just just
0: just uh, just so I understand this, if if the if the uh, student is unable to finish this within 12 months does that mean that they have to pay extra or is it it's no 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 the, the, no, no, the court the course is uh, it, it
1: you know once you join the course you you have access to the course for life okay so it's not it's not one of these you know yearly subscriptions I whatever updates we make to the course whatever new content we Put into the course, mm. you get all, you get access to all that for free. So you you only pay once for a lifetime. Okay. You know, on, my, on, on this particular course, obviously, if I have new products, then it's a different story. But this particular product, which is um, iPractical, Practical, is called iPractical, Practical. The name of the course and the mm. method that it's used is called What Is This, yeah. which is you know, which which is an interactive format of, of language learning. And also, within the course, we have the Rhythm of Fluency, which is the advanced modules. So we have a beginner module, which is what is this, and an intermediate module, which is also what is this. So these are the methodologies that I use. The the name of the course is called iPractical. Um, The methodology used is what is this for beginner and intermediate students. The advanced module is called Rhythm of Fluency, and... And the methodology is Rhythm and Rhyme. So that, that's, you know, that's the kind of the, the process of the whole overview of the course. So that's one of the courses that I offer for students who wish to learn by themselves, who are autodidactics, who, um, you know, like to learn by themselves. Yep. You know, they have all, all the instructions, the videos, the introduction, the, you know, the, the step-by-step of how to um, study with this course. And then I also offer... A more personalized service which is a English coaching program mm. and that, now that's that's that that's done on a customizable plan okay. with set goals and objectives for each individual and generally um, that's more tailored towards uh, business professionals who wish to have someone to coach them through their career both you know understanding the segment or the industry that they work in, what kind of skills they need, um, what kind of language they'll be using, and so that's a very specific program. And, 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 and those that program is kind of tailored. So we sit down, we have a free consultancy for fifteen minutes to so that we so that I can understand what that student's or, or uh, objectives are in terms of what he wants to achieve from that program, mm. uh, and then we set goals. And then we have meetings, whether it's um, daily, weekly, monthly, or quarterly. So it really depends on each customer. You know yeah. uh, again, that's tailored at someone that wants to be coached in English. So it's like it's an English coaching program yeah. to help to help develop um, that professional and empower that professional to not just learn language, but we walk them through into their career. So you know, yeah. getting into that job. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to be exposed to language that will be used in that particular job. So it's, it's a very, and it's a very customizable product and, mm-hmm. and service, you know, so it's, we sit down, we have a meeting, we talk about it, we discuss their plan, we set objectives, we set goals, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's, so those are the two main products uh, that I, I, I offer as as, a, as an English coach. Super.
0: So if any of you are interested in any of these Products I guess we can find them on your bio on Instagram, is that right? Yeah,
1: yeah, you can just um, find me on Instagram if you if you look up um at Rhythm of Fluency yeah. if you look up at <clears throat> Rhythm of Fluency you'll find me on Instagram and then you can just um go into my bio, um, drop you know, go into my website or drop drop us a message on Instagram. Yeah. And then you know, we can take it from there.
0: Super. So guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen you have here no excuse to not go and improve your English with the help of Tiago Mateira, a big hand for the man Tiago. I can already hear that applause in the background for you as people are listening to this episode Tiago. So thank you very much for joining me this afternoon for another episode of the English Podcast with Tommy. Guys I hope you'll come and join me once again very soon for another episode either with myself or with another guest of mine here on this channel. Until then, have a good day. Tiago, any last words? Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Goodbye
1: now.